Do you ever feel like the Christian life is a struggle? Do you feel it's hard day after day to keep going? Do you find it hard to trust God, to live for Jesus, and to speak about Jesus to other people? If you can relate to this, and this is you, I want you to join me today as we discuss the struggling Christian. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got your great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. So today, I want to look at the struggling Christian. We've all been there. We've all been struggling one time or another in our faith. And some of us may be struggling right now as you listen to this. So let's unpack it. Let's look at it. Let's examine it and find out what all this is about. Because when we look at the other Christians that are around us, whether they're at church or they're online or we meet them going down the street, they seem to have it all together. They seem to have this wonderful, great life that's free from struggles. But when we look at ourselves, we ask, what is wrong with me? Why is this such a struggle? Whether you believe it or not, when Paul wrote the letter to the Ephesians, he had something very important to say to you. Struggling is normal for Christians. It's just normal. Okay? Struggling is normal for the Christians. Remember that. Because if you're a Christian, you should be struggling. And if not, there may be something wrong. The Christian's life is a struggle, and it's vital for the Christian life, the ministry, and the mission to have these struggles. We need to have more struggling Christians. We need more people who are committed to the tough, hard life of trusting God, living for Him, being transformed and changed, and sharing Jesus and our lives with others. In his letter to the Ephesians, Paul describes the normal Christian life as a spiritual struggle. The word, the word translate as struggle is originally described as close combat. It's about standing our ground and standing against the opponent who wants to throw us down and grappling with everything that we have to keep our place. It's the spiritual struggle against spiritual powers. But this struggle is not just primarily by itself. And it's not about the uncanny uh, supernatural events. The spiritual struggle takes place in the daily struggle of ordinary Christians' life. It involves living, speaking, trusting the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's struggle that all of us needs to take part in. Stand and therefore, having guarded your waist with the truth, having put the armor vest of righteousness, having wrapped your feet in the preparedness of the gospel of peace, and all these things taken up by the shield of faith, in which you're able to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Ephesians 14 through 6. Here, Paul's explaining the full armor of God that he mentioned back in verses 10 through 13. He's taking things that he talked about previously in his letters and describing these things as military equipment for a spiritual struggle. As we look more closely to these 
items of armor, we can be encouraged and emboldened to keep going in our struggle. The struggle to live for the gospel is sometimes hard. Paul said, stand in the struggle, have girded your waist with the truth, put on the armor vest of righteousness. These words, truth and righteousness, are the summary of many things that Paul has already said in his letter. And as we learn Christ, we learn that the uh, things to be like him, we have to be renewed in the spirit of the mind and put on new humanity in which is created according to God in the righteous and devotion that comes in the truth. That's Ephesians 4, 23 through 24. So which truth, you may ask? The truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, as Paul said near the start of his letter, in Christ, you too, having to hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and having believed in him, we are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1, 13. So Paul is saying that we got to keep reminding each other of the gospel truth and that we got to keep seeking to live out and grow day and day, day by day in the living word of the gospel for a lifelong struggle that we will endure. But yet we can be confident that the struggle because it is a struggle Christ has already won for us. In fact, the righteous and the truth and the things that belong to Jesus in the first and foremost, these words are the, uh, from Paul comes from the Old Testament, from the book of Isaiah, where Isaiah describes God's king, the Messiah, being equipped with the spirit of the Lord to bring justice and salvation and judgment to the world. Isaiah 11, 1 through 5. The Messiah has righteous girdle, <clears throat> excuse me, around his waist and the truth around his ribs. 11.5 of Isaiah. So see, the, the armor of God was already being spoke, even in the Old Testament. Isaiah 59.17, where God himself wears this armor. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Paul is saying, where we are to stand in these things and belong, that already belongs to Christ, which he's already shared with us. The struggle of the Christian life is not a hopeless struggle. It's a struggle that we do not know the outcome, nor it is a struggle that we have the resources or the capability to fight. Rather, the struggle is to stand our ground in our territory. Christ has already won this for us. Using the resources that Christ has already provided us is the gospel. And that's how we can get through the struggles in our life. That's how we can know how to stand our ground when evil comes our way. The struggle of a Christian life also involves speaking the gospel to others. Paul describes it to the Christians as having wrapped your feet in the preparedness of the gospel of peace. Once again, these words remind us about Christ and what he's already done. Paul has already described Christ as a missionary. Christ came to preach the gospel, peace to you who are far away, peace to those who are close, Ephesians 2, 17. But yet, Christ is now in heaven and he does his missionary work through others. Christ preaches the gospel through the apostle Paul in Ephesians 3, 8. Christ preached the gospel through God's holy people and equips the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the, the pastors, and the teachers, Ephesians 4, 11 through, and 12. And here we can see that Christ preaches the gospel through all of us, and the believers prepare to run with the gospel of peace, 
Yet again, these words are the prophet from prophet Isaiah, who says, How beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of him who belong to good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, and who publishes salvation, say to Zion, Your God reigns. Isaiah 52.7 Just as a Christian life in a long life struggle, the evangelism of your lifelong struggle also happens. Of course, it helps when we have encouragement and we have training and we have a, a strategy and we have a support system for our evangelism. But see, understand this, all right? Understand this. We have people today, we have Christians today that feel like they're not worthy. They feel like they're not good enough because of all the extra that man has put into um, a so-called religion that has caused the anxiousness and the struggles in our lives. For example, you have some churches who believe women should wear dresses all the time. The men should dress up all the time. There is no uh, drinking of alcohol. There's no partaking of this. There's no partaking of that. That's some churches, all right? Then you have some other Christians who believe that you have to live word for word for the Bible no matter what. And however the Bible's laid out, is that's what you follow. But see, God has a plan for each and every one of us. He always has. Even before we were born, he has a plan for us. And we are living out our, our plans. We're living out what God has put in front of us. But see, God wants us to also be happy. I'm not telling you to go to church on Sunday and sin six days a week. But what I am saying is this, is God wants us to be happy and he wants us to live our lives. Because if we were just a, a mundane, mono, head down, reading the Bible, moving forward, moving forward, we would be a stick in the mud. But see, Jesus never did that. He had his moments where he went to different people's house, had dinners, had social events. He even went to a wedding where he turned the water into wine to, to help out the wedding guests. He did all of this. And see, I never once read anywhere in the Bible during Jesus' ministry on this earth where he was just a stick in the mud. He lived his life. I believe he laughed with the, the disciples. I believe he, he cried with the disciples. He showed in a range of emotions. And that's what we should be able to do. All right. That's what we should be able to do. So getting back to looking at this is like this. Just because you have a beer on Saturday night doesn't make you a bad Christian. All right. Just because you are talking with some friends and you let a couple of cuss words slip does not make you that bad Christian that's struggling. What it is, is it, it is showing that you're human. Yes, we all sin. Okay. And we have to ask God for forgiveness. We have to come and seek repentance. And I'm not saying become a drunk. I'm not saying become a drug user. I'm not saying get into porn and prostitution. I'm not saying commit adultery. I'm not saying commit murder. I'm not saying all of that. What I am saying is live your life, laugh, have fun, cut up with your spouse, cut up. You know, if you tell a joke, some people may consider it inappropriate or dirty. It's a joke. As long as it's not, 
like super ugly, nasty, dirty, or uh, very offensive. See, the problem with, with struggling Christians, the problem with being considered not good enough as a Christian is because we've allowed the things of the world to put us in a box, to label us, and to say, hey, you're not acting like me, so therefore you're not worthy of anything. Get over here and stay in your corner. And that's not what it's about, okay? We struggle, ladies and gentlemen. We struggle every day. We struggle to speak the gospel to people because we are afraid of being shut down and ignored and kicked around and talked about and social media attacking us. We are afraid to do all of these things. And we struggle to trust the gospel, especially in this day and time, because the core of a struggling Christian's life is struggling with faith. We are to stand in all things of taking up the shield of faith. And the word faith is believing in Jesus, who is uh, who is the gospel to us, relying and depending on him, being able to trust him in many things, like Paul said, right, in his letter, when he said, who Christ is and what he has done for us by faith that God brought us to salvation. And it's by faith that we stand firm in salvation through the faith of Christ is with us. See, to be by faith, as Paul says, you you have to be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, these flaming arrows or lies that work against the truth of the gospel, temptations to do wrong instead of living righteous in the line with the gospel, temptations to give up and feel that knowing and following Jesus isn't worth it. Sometimes we give up and it, we just sit on the sidelines. It's not easy to keep going. It's a struggle, but is it worth it? Paul wants us to see that fact it is a large part of our lives and it is worth it. All right. He been seeking the courage to enfaith his readers and help them to lift their eyes and give them resources to fight the battles to to stand. Isaiah 59:17 where God himself wears the armor. So Paul is saying we are to stand in the things that belong in Christ already in which he has shared with us. The struggle of a Christian life is not hopeless struggle the struggle where we do not know the outcome nor is it the struggle to where we don't have the resources to continue on rather it is the opportunity for us to have the full armor of god on to be able to stand our ground and have the tools and resources that we need see if you allow yourself to be put in a box if you allow yourself to be shut down and you allow yourself to think that you're not worthy, then all you've done is you've given the devil a foothold in your life. And we don't need to give him any more ground than he's already taken. Because if you look around, not, I mean, we can look at the world, but let's let's go in a little deeper, okay? We're at a 30,000 foot ceiling. Let's get a little deeper. Let's look at our, our country or look at our state that we're from or maybe at the town that we're from. Look at what's going on in our lives. Look at the struggles that every day that we're going through. And there is no relief. The only thing that we have is we have to keep the hope and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what this is about. Struggling in our Christian lives, we're going to struggle. We're supposed to struggle. You know why? Because Jesus 
said it to the disciples. He said, you will be hated in my namesake. You will be taunted. And, and he meant that because if we are truly a believer and a follower of Christ, they're going to come after us. They're going to come out of each, each corner of the world to attack us. All right. The struggle of a Christian life also involves struggling to speak the gospel to others. I mean, we got to understand this. We got to see this. So that is what it's about. Now we have to trust in the gospel. The core of struggling Christian's life is to have that faith. We got to trust in the gospel. We got to believe in the gospel. All right. Now we have to live the gospel. Paul says to stand in the struggle to girdle your waist with the truth and having the whole armor of righteousness around you. Yeah, absolutely. We have to do that. We have to do that. So we know what we need to do. We know what's going to happen in our lives. All right. So Paul is reminding us that our struggles as Christians is not strange and unexpected. We will struggle. That was, that's what happens when we take part of God's great plan for the universe and in Christ. God's plan is cosmic. It involves cosmic powers and powers that themselves are caught up in the plan of God. To sum all of this up is to say this, that God's in charge. Christ is ready. He's ready and willing to stand beside you. He knows the struggles you're going to go through. He's ready to help you. The question is, are you, are you willing to ask? Are you willing to sit there and say, you know what? I do need help. I do need help. I am struggling. Too many times we struggle in silence because we're ashamed. I don't want the church members to know I'm struggling. Let me keep quiet. I don't want to know my, my men's group that I'm with to know I'm struggling. Let me keep quiet. And we're struggling alone. And that's not what we were designed to do. We're designed for that social interaction. And what does the Bible say? We're two or more gathered in his name. And who is that? That's Jesus. He will be there. So our struggles is to bring it to Jesus, give it to Jesus and ask him, say, what is it that I need to do? Give me the strength to allow me to endure this, to, to get past this. And we need to know that sometimes we can forget that living the Christian life is a fundamental and a struggle. We can't think about flourishing and advancing or comfort or our careers. When this happens, there are two possible results. Either we are going to confine despair because our lives are not comfortable and when we think that we should be or we become complacent and our lives are comfortable and we want to stay that way. But when this happens, this means we're in great danger and the danger is that we've, we have given up the struggle. But yet if we stop struggling, we no longer are living for Christ and his purpose, right? The Christian life is a struggle, the struggle to live for the gospel, the struggle to grow in the gospel, the struggle to share the gospel with others, but yet the struggle to have the confidence to engage in because Christ himself has already won. He's already won all of this. So we got to shake this off. We need to find a way to move past this and know that this life is a struggle. Being a Christian is a struggle. Okay. Don't get complacent. Don't think, hey, I'm comfortable. I'm right where I need to be. No, because God always has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. All right. So when you feel like your life is a struggle and you're living like a Christian, you need to understand 
It is the matter of knowing Christ and living for Christ and sharing Christ with others and trusting in Christ. That's how we keep going is because of the gospel of Jesus Christ helps us keep moving day in and day out. That's what it's about. Whether you want to call yourself a struggling Christian, a bad Christian, an imperfect Christian, whatever you want to call yourself, I'm here to tell you today that God has a message for you. And that is, he is with you every step of the way. That's why Jesus went to the cross for us. Because if you look at it this way, let's, let's look at it in a different light. When Adam and Eve did what they did in the Garden of Eden, that did the separation between God and man. And God could never look at sin, so therefore that relationship was broke. But it was because of a man named Jesus who came upon this earth and spent 33 years on this earth. And three years of that was in ministry. He knew what he had to do. He knew he had to go to that cross. And he knew he had to put his life down on that cross to pay the ultimate penalty of sin, which is death. And by that, what he did was he repaired what Adam broke. He reconciled the the relationship between us and God. And because of Jesus and because Jesus wants us to go out and make disciples of all nations, he has given us the tools and the power and he's got us ready to go. The problem is we've let the carnal mind and the flesh get in the way and tell us that we're not good enough. And the devil's right there whispering in your ear, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know all the Bible. So therefore, you don't know anything. Well, let me tell you something. You don't have to be a Bible scholar, ladies and gentlemen, to spread the gospel. You don't need to know the Bible front and back. What you do need to be able to do is look it up and find it to be able to share with others. God will give you what he wants you to say. He will He will tell you through the Holy Spirit of what he wants you to do and what, you, what he wants you to say. He'll carry that conversation. All you have to do is put trust in him. But see, that's where we fail. We don't want to do trust. I can't do this. It's too hard. We spend more energy coming up with excuses than we would to actually go out and do it. And I used to be the same way. I was fearful to speak the gospel in front of people. I was fearful to say anything. As a preacher of 23 years, this April will be my 23rd year in ministry. I was afraid. And there was many years at the very beginning, I was afraid to go to a church and preach when I was invited. I was afraid to get behind the book board and open up my Bibles because I didn't know what to say. But see, it wasn't about what I was supposed to say. It was what Lord was going to lay on my heart to say. And so you as a Christian, you as a believer in Christ, this is what you need to take away from this. Life is a struggle. Being a Christian is a struggle. God has given us all the tools. He's prepared us. He has given us everything that we need to stand our ground with the whole armor of God and to be able to fight back the wickedness that comes our way. All we have to do is be willing to obey and be willing to go out and step out. Okay. So I don't know where you're at in your life. I don't know where you're at in your Christian life. You may be listening to this and this may be your first time ever listening. and You may not be a believer yet. All right. I'm here to tell you today, you have a great opportunity to find this man named Jesus, ask him into your life and start living what the way that he wants you to live and following the plan that God has laid out in front of you. And if you are a, a believer and you are a follower of Christ, you're, you're a Christian, but yet you got away. 
Okay. Maybe you, maybe you backslide, slid a little bit. You used to go to church, but maybe not so much anymore. Let me tell you something. Here's the good news. Here's the gospel. Here's the good news is you have an opportunity today to reconnect, get replugged in with the Lord. All you have to do is come back to the Father. You know exactly what you need to do. Okay. So listen, thank you so much for taking time to listen to me and to support not only this podcast, but this ministry. I want to invite all of you, if you will, go to my website, jesusandacupofjoe.com. You'll find not only the podcast there, but you will find um, videos from my YouTube channel. You will find a merchandise store, which you're more welcome to to browse and, and shop. And you'll find a donation button. All proceeds and donations that I receive go right back into the ministry, into charities, to help the less fortunate. Also, follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and you've, if you want the Wisdom app, if you know anything about the Wisdom app, it is a live uh, system where I go live at least twice a day, typically, unless life gets busy. Um, and I share just different thoughts and different stories there. So that's the Wisdom app. So thank you so much. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tag this in toward the end. With today being the 17th of February, today kicks off the 30-hour gaming challenge to raise awareness for stop soldier suicide. I am taking part. Um, I'm using my gaming uh, tag of Fools72. And so I also have a donation page where I'm trying to raise awareness and money to go 100% towards stopsoldiersuicide.org. So if you watch live streaming of gaming or whatever, and you know what Twitch is, um, please come over to Twitch this afternoon and this evening. I will be streaming there. Just look up Fool72. You'll see my channel and uh, drop in the chat and say hello. All right. So once again, thank you so much for, for taking time to listen to me, to follow me, to uplift and support this ministry. And I, I hope all of you guys have a blessed day. And just remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift and not sure what to do? Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So won't you check them out, artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code, hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. 